0: Have you ever wondered what Chinese medicine actually is? I absolutely have wondered that question. And so I started to study it. And in studying it, I learned that there's a depth and a wealth of knowledge and information and history that can bless all of our lives and bring us to more optimal health. If you don't have your health, what do you have? You are a functional medicine doctor. Join us as we blend modern and ancient wisdoms to be well now. Welcome
1: to the Be Well Now podcast. I am Nick, the Curious Patient.
0: And I'm Dr. Ron Dumar, Chinese medicine doctor, functional medicine doctor, and chiropractic physician.
1: And when you say Chinese medicine doctor every week, I kind of wonder, what does that even mean, right? You know, in a world where made in China is vilified these days, like a lot of people have no idea what Chinese medicine actually is. You've devoted your life to this. You have a lot of, you know, patients you've helped heal. What is... I guess, should we start with the history of Chinese medicine? I'm just trying to make it relevant. Like, why would people think that was an optimal thing for their health?
0: Yeah, we've talked on this podcast a lot about our uh, connection with nature and how nature actually resonates with our cells, with our body. It helps our mental health. It can can bring our physiological processes into balance. You know, our heart rate, our autonomic nervous system. So that connection to nature has been something that people for thousands of years have felt. And that connection is what Chinese medicine principles are based on. And so it's this connection with nature and understanding that they're not separate from the world around them, but they are actually part of the world around them. So the system, as we'll talk about in these next few podcasts as well, is based on an understanding of the world around them, what creates vibrant health in the world around them, and how that can teach them about, or has taught them, how to implement strategies to benefit their health personally.
1: It all sounds very ethereal, like I can't, I can't grasp onto it. It is ethereal right now. We're going to get into the... <laughs> yeah, we're going right. to dive into that. So five elements, that's the thing I've heard of before. Yeah, yeah. So Is that pretty fundamental to Chinese medicine?
0: Absolutely. So Chinese medicine has been actually a, a construct of medicine for thousands of years. So this this history, this system that's been developed has been uh, tested, has been um, reevaluated, has been implemented into thousands and thousands of billions and billions of lives with different symptoms. Right? Uh, It's gone through numerous pandemics and it's thrived and assisted people to get through those pandemics. Okay, so it's
1: treated. Give me an example of what works in Chinese medicine. What, what, what does works. work? Yeah. Like things that like you, we can grab onto and be like, this is something that people use. It helps them a lot.
0: Absolutely. So part of the, part of, um, the study of Chinese medicine as certain cultures throughout the world began to be more interested in this system, uh, they started to look at the, the formulations, the herbals that were used, the acupuncture and In studying the herbals, they found that artemisinin was a herbal that they would use for parasitic lesions, for a variety of different viral issues or conditions. And it actually led, it started to lead the way in research for certain medications and drugs that we have on the market now. So traditional Chinese medicine has actually become the forefront leader in research by pharmacology, So they'll study these um, formulas because they know that they have a function that works. They know that they work. And they're like, they want to know why they work. They want to discover inside this Chinese medicine formula what specific compound they believe from a pharmacological standpoint and a biochemical standpoint is having the specific impact to benefit the patient.
1: See, I had no idea. It just seems so fringe. I mean, I'm on the... Alternative medicine train. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But to most people, I feel like it would seem very fringe. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Eastern they, medicine, Chinese medicine. I had a medicine. patient
0: just yesterday. Um, you know, he came in and it's like, you know, I haven't, I, I've stayed really just to the traditional medicine. And I, I smiled at him and I said, well, actually this medicine is traditional. We are the tradition. So, If you say traditional medicine and you're referring to this modern allopathic experimental medicine, au contraire, my friend. This is the traditional medicine. So let's get everybody straight on what is traditional. This has a thousand plus years of tradition and history and experimenting, which is way longer than any research project Right. Or or a a trial clinical trial that has ever been run on any pharmacological synthetic medication in modern history. It just doesn't have the the time to be able to catch up to the research and history that Chinese medicine has.
1: There's so much to talk about. For sure. Because I feel like modern medicine is probably good if you're like bleeding out in the hospital and you need to have your life saved. But in terms of longevity and in terms of like, are we really healthier? I mean, we're living longer. Yeah. We're living longer, but like, do fe- people look or feel like healthier? I, I don't know. I don't, I, I would beg to say they don't seem all that healthy, but you're the doctor.
0: So you're looking at like, man, there's just so much time. What about. you're talking about is like, uh, is the advantages. <clears throat> like what are the pros and cons? What are the advantages? And I would agree with you. Uh, our modern medical Western allopathic construct is excellent for bringing someone back from the brink of death or from like stabilizing them
1: when they're completely uh, out of control. Right. And near the brink of death. Because we have watches on our hands and like computers in our pockets that, that are insane. And we're used to instant results all the time. I take an Advil. My headache goes away. I'm bleeding out. They save my life. Right. Everything else feels slow, whether it is or not yeah. natural, you know, preventative Eastern, it feels slow and it feels less marketable and instant results. And I think it's a harder sell for people in this day. Well, and
0: age. So if you're, if you're bleeding out again, the construct of the hospital is really what you're talking about. And you're talking about more uh, surgical or um, type of type of work. You're t- talking a lot less about um, just monitoring on a, a primary care type
1: of standard. Yeah, I'm work just thinking day. like if it's modern, so, it must be better. Yeah, well, because it could save my life. What, it, is, what it, all these it herbs can, really do?
0: But it can. Like I'm not arguing yeah.
1: against that. I
0: agree with you. Western medicine is there for a reason, and it's and it has a lot of benefits. It really does. But it also has a a significant detriment, detrimental effect that needs to be addressed in our life, especially in the Western world because we rely so heavily on it, we think that it is the greatest, the grandest, the biggest medicine that has ever existed. And majority of us, in fact, we were just ranked the number 39th out of 40 nations on earth, according to the health of our nation, uh, of our citizens. Really? So, we, uh, yeah, we're right behind Singapore. How does that make you
1: feel? Singapore right? is a pretty clean country. Okay, great. Good. They don't allow drugs, I think, yes. by punishment of...
0: But we're 39 out of 40 of the top developed nations on earth. We were ranked 39. Nothing against Singapore. Just the fact no, that we're, we're... But I'm just saying...
1: Because we're usually number one in the our The
0: United hearts, States in people, their mentality in, the Mar- in North America is usually... It's this idea of elitism that, you know, we think we're the best, we're the greatest. What we have to offer, the world is so good. And it's like, oh, uh, hold on a second, because we have a lot to learn from the rest of the world as well. And if we can implement that, if we can listen, if we can open our ears and our hearts, and if we can understand what they have to offer, then maybe what we can do is combine the best of these worlds. And what the best of these worlds, at least from one point that I can say in my research, has to be that Western medicine does absolutely bring someone back from the brink of death or in a great catastrophic situation. But as far as their daily health, it is abysmal, abysmal
1: what are some of the chinese medicine treatments that you offer in your clinic yeah trying to tie some of the you know the history and the modern applicability of it to like hey this works in our modern age so
0: so acupuncture is one of the things that we like to implement quite frequently. We do a lot of acupuncture in the office. I like acupuncture because it literally works through the nerves. I have a construct and an understanding for how it functions. In Chinese medicine, the tradition, the way that they'll speak about it is they'll say it works through the meridians. Well, the meridians are energetic pathways. What are the energetic pathways in the body? Well, they're nerves. We literally conduct electricity and we send electrical signals through our body through neurological impulses. So when we do acupuncture, we stimulate neurology. What that means is we send a signal to the brain. And then the brain lights up and it has a improved circulation and blood flow in certain areas. And then that ex- excitation and increased blood flow elicits a response in that specific organ system. And we know this is accurate and we know it, it, it functions this way because we've done magnetic uh, resonance imaging studies, MRI, functional MRIs. And we've placed patients under uh, MRI, <clears throat> and we've analyzed their brain. We've watched and assessed, okay, what's happening in their brain? And then we've shined a flashlight in the eye, and we see the occipital lobe light up. We blindfold that patient, and then we insert a needle into the leg in a point that's specifically been, been uh, said to be benefiting the eyes in traditional Chinese medicine for thousands of years. And you know what happened? What happened? The occipital lobe light up, lit up, almost the exact same response in the specific cortical region of the brain. That doesn't just happen randomly. Okay? That's not by chance. It's not an accident. So acupuncture, we know, is very specific to organ systems. Okay. It's very, it can have a very specific impact on the body in a, in a very specific physiological way. And so we love to use acupuncture for anxiety, for depression. We love to use acupuncture even for asthma. Uh, We'll use it for skin and rash conditions. And so there's a lot that acupuncture can do in the body. Um, We even have people just generally coming to help balance their organs to improve and benefit hormone synthesis and production. Hormone balance is a huge thing right now. Everyone's talking about, oh, maybe I need to have my hormones balanced. I need to look at hormones. And, and the reality is you have a natural thing that you can do without putting any synthetic hormone in your body that can stimulate balance and stability of hormones within the body. That's acupuncture. Why not try it?
1: It's excellent. Yeah. But you have other treatments, too, that, I don't know, uh. Yeah. Massage, which is, a, I mean, that's obviously pretty tissue, traditional. These tissue
0: days. work, massage. Um, we do gua sha, we do graston, we do... What are those? Tui na, these, So these are all different types of tissue work within Chinese medicine. Uh, tui na is more of a, it's like I would say a light, uh, muscular-based chiropractic approach almost to uh, to Chinese medicine. So Tui na is based on <clears throat> myo myomeridians. So they don't just have, in Chinese medicine, they don't just have the neurological meridians or the acupuncture stimulated meridians, but they also have myo meridians or muscle. Myo means muscle. So there are meridians that connect muscles or that linking from a chain all the way from the head down to the foot. And so in some instances for a patient, they could have, be suffering, say, with a headache. And it might be a, um, along that chain where you have a spasm or an irritation to the muscle or an injury, and we can relieve that and work on, let's say down in the leg, we work on that muscle region and it relieves the headache. So when you say, oh, I pop an Advil and I get rid of my headache, it's like, well, it blocks your headache. I don't know if it really gets rid of the source of your headache. I wouldn't say that it does. But what it does is it blocks your awareness to the source of your headache.
1: I always believe in the uh, least aggressive method possible, least invasive, and I think people can buy into that regardless of, you know, it's not a dogmatic statement, right? And it right. seems like this is before we take any pills, let's try this first. So
0: Absolutely. why would somebody
1: seek out you versus a western allopathic doctor? I mean, some of the obstacles are, you know, well, my insurance is going to honor my my uh, my MD doctor at the hospital they're not good. I'm gonna have to pay out of pocket for you. And this seems proven and this doesn't, and they can tell me the name of, you know, whatever influenza I have and then give me an orange bottle from my local pharmacy. And like, that all feels very official and on the up and up, you know, you're a harder sell. Why would they choose a functional medicine, Chinese medicine doctor versus, versus a a, a different approach?
0: Yeah. So we can definitely uh, address, Viral conditions, bacterial conditions, we can identify them uh, if we choose to. Um, and and so on that end, there's not a lot of difference as far as what tests we can order and what we can determine or what we can discover, what we can diagnose, we can diagnose as well. So um, th- there's not a lot of difference there, but there is a lot of difference on What your philosophy is about consuming petrochemical products or synthetically derived products uh, versus trying to consume something that is more natural, something that's more related to the environment around you, Uh, the world. Again, the construct I started talking about initially was this idea that the world around you was your teacher for health and wellness. And that taking those lessons and then putting them into your body in a way that could benefit you is really what the construct we in Chinese medicine believe. Now, we do, I don't. I'm an integrative medicine doctor as well. Like, I believe in integration. We should, we should be looking at saying, okay, what are, what are the most wise, implementable steps that we can take um, early on? with doing as minimally invasive things as possible before we get to drugs and surgery. And that's, that really is our philosophy. And if that's not someone's philosophy, if their philosophy literally is, I'm just an <clears throat> all Western drugs and surgery, that's all I want, then you don't fit here. Like, I don't have another answer for that. I, 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 I promise you that your health and wellness overall would be better if you would implement our strategies so that you took less drugs and, and required less surgery, but if you're, if that's your game, if that's your MO is drugs and surgery, rah, 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 Western allopathic medicine all the way, uh, give up on God's great green earth and planet, and it has nothing to offer me, if that's what you believe, then I can't really benefit you.
1: You do offer oral solutions though, like pills, supplements, like, but they're different, right? So they're a hundred percent herbal pictures all over your practice. So you believe in these plants and you ground them up and put them into formulations. Is that, yes.
0: So we have our pharmacy in the office. We have over 300 individual single herbal extracts uh, that are sourced uh, throughout the world. Uh, They're laser tested to prevent any contamination and to make sure that there's no heavy metals or anything in them as well. So there's extensive testing that they go through with their pharmaceutical-grade products. And so we we implement this in a way to address patients' health conditions. So this could be a skin disorder. It could be a tonsillitis. It could be upper respiratory sinusitis um, or a sinus infection. It could be flu, pneumonia. Um, bronchitis, all of these things we treat on a regular, uh, using herbal medicine, using uh, Chinese medicine, and even acupuncture in the implementation strategy. I think they're doing a little bit of blowing out there. Usually that's a leaf blower, but it sounds sounds like a snow blower. uh,
1: It's been a rough winter in terms of, of getting sick. And I feel like I've been fighting a lot of stuff off and questioning it all, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. so what do you think in terms of these five elements? Like earth, yeah, wind, water, we, is that something that I should pay attention to?
0: I'm so glad you mentioned that because we started to talk a little bit about that briefly. And then I wanted to dive a little bit more into the history. And so that I'm glad you brought that back up, Nick, five elements is really a basic construct of, of literally bringing the world into your body. Right. Uh, It's like making a connection between you and the world around you. So if we look at the five elements, the five elements that we believe or in traditional Chinese medicine that they've chosen to use as a basic underpinning of patterns from which to springboard into uh, physiological dysfunction uh, is number one, wood. So wood is an element That they look at and they say, okay, wood relates to something. And we'll talk about that in a minute. Then next is fire. And then after fire is earth. And then following earth is metal. And then following uh, metal is water. So those are the five elements. The five elements essentially that we would say make up the body. Okay, now, can you, can you dive in and look at other things and say, well, there's so many other things going on here? Yes, but for, for um, discovery's sake, uh, as far as understanding physiology, we look at those five elements to discover a pattern, and each of them relate to certain organs, and we'll be talking about this in the future too. But let's take, um, let's take for instance, um, let's take wood, okay? So wood... Relates to um, wood, relates to the liver. Okay, so the organ liver is remnant of the element wood. Now, that also relates from an emotion standpoint to um, anxiety, depression, a little bit of anger, even like loud speaking like if someone has really loud voice loud speaking you know you think oh that could be it could have actually liver function right that could be a liver syndrome going on here uh now the cool thing about these five elements is uh again they relate to different um different things in the body and it tells us different things about physiology so the organ yeah,
1: why well, you study this for years and years and years it seems very confusing to me. Yeah. Well, if one element can mean all these things. I'm like, oh. yeah,
0: you study it and you're studying these patterns is really what you're studying. And, and Western medicine is no different. They have patterns that they study and that they understand and biochemical processes that they try to memorize. And, and then they have a new thing that comes in, they go, Oh, how does this, how does this interact with this biochemical uh, process that we knew or understand to be a certain way? Well, now it There's a little uh, nuance into the way it functions. And Chinese medicine is no different. It has progressed along the way to understand and to incorporate some of these newer technologies and a newer understanding of the world now as we have it. And so it it hasn't exactly been stagnant. It's not stuck 2,000 years ago. It's progressed and continued to add into its nuanced understanding but it's also attempted to maintain as much as possible its basic of uh, its basis under, of underpinning of the the five elements and the relationship between us and the world around us. So I wrote a couple of things down here as well. Um, in addition to organ and emotion, organ systems are also associated specific natural physiological events and attributes. So the attributes like organs, tissues, tastes, uh, tastes, directions, climates. Uh, So like the climate for liver is wind. So somebody who has, if someone comes in, they have tremors or they, uh, they are, you know, fainting or they, um, um, if they even just notice that they have like a twitch, you know, sometimes I think you, you mentioned that to us once before, Nick, but you'll have like a twitch under your eye or in a certain muscle and you'll have uh, this occur. Well, that is a result of liver. It's a liver issue, and by addressing a liver either in, through acupuncture or through herbal medicine, we're able to resolve that. So colors, the color of liver is green, uh, and the season of liver is spring.
1: Is that a good time for the liver or a bad time?
0: So it's a, it's a time to assist the liver and to make sure you're nourishing the liver. right? Mm. So all of these, all of these attributes um, actually implement and play a role in physiology when we're assessing your body. Okay. So um, the taste, the taste of liver is sour. So there's one, there's a food that a lot of people drink in the morning. They squeeze it into water and it's very sour. And they usually say that it benefits. The reason they're doing it is because it benefits the liver, helps the liver to cleanse and detox. And that food is lemon. lemon. Yeah. Yeah. So it's sour. So Again, that, that sour taste refers to and benefits the liver. And so uh, when we have any sort of sour, we need to be thinking, okay, if it's a sour flavor, if it's a sour taste in the mouth, or if it's a sour food, then we think, okay, this is going to be liver related. Okay. So we will go into a lot more in depth so that people can begin to understand that. But when we do our a diagnostic, piece and our assessment in the office. I check people's pulse. Uh, I evaluate their tongue. We're looking in their eyes. We're checking for muscle strength. Uh, evaluating their, their muscle skeletal system. And in the pulse exists three what well, we say three different areas that relate to the organs of the body. So it's another check. So I ask about your symptoms and you might say, Well, I'm you know, I'm having this eye twitch or I have anxiety or I have stress. And so I'm thinking, okay, liver, something liver, right? And then I check the pulse and let's say, okay, what organ system in the pulse is telling me uh, what's going on, right? And is it internal or is it an external invasion? So from a Chinese medicine standpoint, we're always looking like at that yin-yang theory. Is it is it the inside? Is it the outside? Is it the hot? Is it the cold? Okay. And then... You, By determining and using this yin-yang idea by checking extremes, you could say, then we have a better understanding of saying, what is really happening here? Is it excess? Is it deficiency? Is is there too much of something that the patient's getting? Uh, Are they having an overload of heavy metals? Are they having uh, an overstimulation of that? Or are they deficient in a vitamin, mineral, nutrient? And so combining all those together, then we, lo- we look at your physiological map essentially and your physiological pattern and say, we need to implement this treatment to correct this condition.
1: I like it. A brief overview of Chinese medicine on the Be Well Now podcast. And we're going to have more in-depth, deep dives yes. in the weeks to come.
0: Yeah, and it's going to be a lot of fun. A lot of fun for me anyway, so I hope you enjoy it. You better buckle up, right? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what's coming ne- next, Nick?
1: Keep them on the edge of their seats here on the EPO right. podcast. What did you think? What do you want to learn more about? Please comment. You could subscribe if you...
0: Yeah, click the like button there. Subscribe. Be long. That'd be we'll amazing. see what are the people to say. It's right here. The like button below subscribe yeah that button right nope over a little bit yep Yep,
1: that one you got it it's free thank you it's free and it helps us continue to uh i think spread a pretty awesome message
0: yeah thank you i think we spread a great message a message of connection with the world around us uh, a message that we're not alone and we're all interconnected and honestly we can all be healthy and promote a, a life of health and wellness together
1: Sounds good to me. Yeah. You will now? Yeah.
0: Namaste.